Today is Friday, November 4th, 2022. And from the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, it's the Pennsylvania Legacies Podcast. I'm Josh Rollerson. Last month, we told you about a new analysis from the Circuit Trails Coalition in Philadelphia proposing new ways of thinking about the value of trails, something that isn't fully reflected in a traditional cost-benefit analysis. That Circuit Trails report attempts to quantify social, public health, and other benefits associated with trails. The idea is to help planners and funders better allocate resources for maximum community impact. Well, that holistic view makes a much more forceful and nuanced argument for trails than you get with a more narrow economic focus. But even if you only care about dollars and cents, investing in trails is still not hard to justify. Take, for example, the Great Allegheny Passage, way over on the western end of the state. It cost over half a million dollars per mile to build. That may sound like a lot, and yes, it is at the high end of the spectrum, even for a long-distance rail trail. But to put it in perspective, a study published last year estimated more than $800,000 per mile in annual economic impact along the gap. In other words, not only has the gap already paid for itself many times over, each mile of trail actually earns about 150% of its total construction cost every year. That's a pretty good return on investment. It's no wonder local governments all over Pennsylvania increasingly view trail development funding as money well spent. And now the Commonwealth's second largest county is about to make its largest ever investment in trails. Allegheny County announced in September nearly $22 million in federally leveraged grants to advance trails and active transportation in the Pittsburgh area. The impact of those projects, however, will be felt throughout western Pennsylvania, as local trails continue linking up with larger networks that extend north to Erie and beyond, as well as west into Ohio and West Virginia. Pittsburgh's Friends of the Riverfront is among the grantees, and in addition, they'll play a special role in countywide trail and green space planning going forward under a separate grant from DCNR. Friends Executive Director Kelsey Ripper is our guest on this episode. Kelsey, welcome. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Start us off with a little background on Friends, uh, the work you do, your mission, and uh, what brings you here today. I guess. Sure. So Friends of the Riverfront is a nonprofit organization here in Allegheny County, uh, and we develop and steward the Three Rivers Heritage Trail System in Allegheny County. We've been doing it for over 30 years. This uh, In February will be our 32nd year, and that's been our focus the whole time. So we develop trails from the beginning stages of, hey, we should put a trail here, to what should that trail look like? How does it connect to the community? How do we fundraise for it and construct it? We take communities and partners through that whole process. And then once the trail's built, we help to steward it and maintain it. So we will help pick up trash, we'll um, do vegetation management, plant trees, bring in trail amenities and care for those trail amenities. And so while we continue to do that work for over 30 years, we uh, are expanding. So right now there's 33 miles of trail uh, that exist and we have 39 more in development. So there's a lot more trail to be had. Indeed there is. Yeah, you guys have been busy for the last 30 years and it's about to get busier, it it seems. Uh, We're here to talk about this, I guess, historic investment in trails in Allegheny County, the most money that's ever been put toward that purpose. Why now? What's the goal? What's the overarching vision? However much you feel like you can speak for the county and for yourself and your organization. 
yeah, it, and personally, this is a very exciting time to be involved in trails. And uh, to see an investment in trails like this is a game changer. Uh, we have not had this level of investment before, but there have been decades of trail work that have been done to get to this point. So there's been years and years of trail planning and um, building, but we also were getting to points where there were really big challenges. So some of these trail gaps had significant issues that we knew were going to be hard to overcome, and so it's hard to make that investment. And so the county's the Allegheny County's investment in saying we are prioritizing trails, we recognize the value of trails, we know that there's some hard challenges to overcome, but we want to invest in trails was it was huge um, and really will keep the momentum going and allow us to tackle some of the big uh, trail gap challenges. I think we also saw the value of trails during COVID, and that will continue. And we saw the value for mental health, for physical health, for transportation. Coming out of COVID and thinking about how we want to transport ourselves and take care of ourselves in the future has changed. And so the trails are they're not a panacea. They're not going to solve every problem, but they really do address a lot of challenges that communities are seeing. And we want them to be part of our future and we want to be able to use them more and get to more places on them. And so I think that there were these combinations of factors happening at this time where the county really took the lead and said, we want to support trails and we have the funding to do it with Recovery Act money. Let's go out and do it. You mentioned all of the things kind of behind the scenes and the planning and preparation that goes into building a trail. I, th- I like if, unless you do this kind of work or are around it, I don't think people really know what goes into it. So given that and given how many different projects are now kind of uh, on the table that are that are receiving funding, um, how much of that is going toward the actual like the concrete building of trails? How much of it is in the, the planning and preparation and facilitation area? Some of them are going to construction. So around the Cary Furnace site, there's a hot metal bridge that connects Rankin to Homestead, and the county does have site control over that. And so it's this funding is going to design and engineering, uh, but then also the construction of that connection, which will be fantastic for the uh, communities on both sides of that river and is part of a larger effort to connect the um, Turtle Creek Valley from Rankin to Trafford and connect the Westmoreland Heritage Trail. So we're really excited about that bridge and and connection. Much of the other projects are going towards design and engineering. These are complicated trails. They're not primitive dirt paths. These are built like roads. They need a lot of space. We want to make them as flat as possible so that they're accessible to all types of trail users. And so they do take a lot of design and engineering and property acquisition. So a significant portion of the funds, uh, including the funds that Friends of the Riverfront is receiving for our projects, is going to design and engineering. But that's a hard step to complete because it's not the construction. So it's hard to get the funding. Once we have the design and engineering done, the construction piece is actually a little bit easier to get because people are a little bit more willing to fund the construction because it's the, that last step. And so while we're not going to come out of next year with many more miles of trail, the most onerous step in many ways is going to be uh, complete or nearly complete. And that's really exciting. 
With the Cary Furnace Project, you talked about how that's not only going to accomplish a lot of really cool local connections, but also link up with the Westmoreland Trail. How much of that kind of thing are we going to see with the projects that are being funded now um, toward not just improving local uh, mobility options, but actually creating larger regional trail networks? That was a big focus for the county fund, and 11 of the 18 grants that were provided through the fund are going to Three Rivers Heritage Trail Network projects, which are focused on these regional connections. And so that was a big focus because we know that not only are local connections important, but these long distance trails really bring with them significant economic impact. We just finished the Great Allegheny Passage economic impact study last year and saw over $120 million of annual economic impact from a long distance trail like that. One of the projects that Friends has been working on significantly over the last 11 years has been the Erie to Pittsburgh Trail, which is an in-development trail that will connect downtown Pittsburgh at the point to Erie at Dobbins Landing. And we expect that it'll be around 270 miles. And while many people may have not heard about it yet, it is almost 70% complete. And so there's a lot of great work that's being done up and down Western Pennsylvania. And part of the trail actually goes into Western New York as well. Our good partners at Armstrong Trails just acquired a critical 14 miles of railroad corridor and a bridge that will significantly close the gap in Armstrong County. So we're very excited about that. And we are working very hard on the progress in Allegheny County. That can be challenging. There are 17 municipalities between uh, Freeport and the city of Pittsburgh along that corridor on the north shore of the Allegheny. Uh, And we work with all of them. And we're bringing everyone through that long phase of trail development to actually get trail onto the ground. But when once the Erie to Pittsburgh is complete or nearly complete, the potential that it has is going to be significant. Um, just like the Great Allegheny Passage, this is going to connect lots of interesting towns with interesting industrial history and, and just natural beauty. I think people are really going to embrace the Erie to Pittsburgh as a destination trail. Roughly 70% complete. Armstrong County just had this big breakthrough. How much of the remaining gaps or target areas are within Allegheny County that'll be potentially affected here? There's 26 miles um, of connections that we're working on. We've connected small pieces or we've constructed small pieces. We actually just constructed 100 feet of trail (laughs) in Harrison uh, this year, which may sound almost silly and small, but was actually a really critical connection because of not only the Erie to Pittsburgh, but it connected a community park to the riverfront. And so instead of having to walk half a mile around the block to get to the riverfront, people who were enjoying the park could just walk the 100 feet now to get there and and look at the river. So that's a huge win, and we need to celebrate those wins. Yeah, I don't think anybody that's had to take a detour through maybe a dangerous or not-so-pretty area can appreciate, you know, how long 100 feet can be, really. (laughs) So $22 million, 18 organizations receiving the funds. You're one of them. What are some of the things that Friends of the Riverfront is going to be doing with this money? 
Well, just to um, clarify on that, so there are 18 projects, but I don't know how many recipients there are at the moment. Um, some people are getting more than um, one grant. So Friends of the Riverfront is receiving three grants for three different projects. One is to connect Hazelwood to Rankin to the Cary Furnace site. So that goes through a couple of communities, and that would be along the Monongahela and connect the Duck Hollow section, uh, which is a disconnected piece of the Three Rivers Heritage Trail network right now, which is beautiful and is great, but it doesn't connect to anything. So this would connect a few communities. Uh, another two projects that we receive funding for on the Erie to Pittsburgh corridor, and that is in um, O'Hara and Harmer, where it's particularly complicated around the Turnpike Interchange and Freeport Road. And then the other is in Springdale Township and East Deer, where there's other also uh, challenges with right-of-way and where to actually find space for the trail. So those were some of the more challenging sections of the Erie to Pittsburgh that Friends of the Riverfront is working on in Allegheny County. And you're here not just to talk about those projects that you specifically have have hands on, but another reason you're here is because Friends is the recipient of a, of a DCNR partnership grant uh, oriented toward long-range planning, kind of countywide. Can you talk about that at all and how it connects with this news? Absolutely. So not only is the county investing in, in trails, they're also embarking upon a, comprehensive, a new and updated comprehensive plan that really determines the map for future development in Allegheny County, including in trail space. And so we want to make sure that we're creating trails in the county that do connect to communities and connect people from one place to another and also into these regional trails. And so that's what Friends' role has been, is to have that broader picture of what's happening around the county, what's happening around Western Pennsylvania and in the neighboring states, and even nationally as well. So we're going to have a, a national trail route through Pittsburgh and Western Pennsylvania. And so we have an ability to look at those other factors that are um, at play and make sure that these trails are connecting into those larger plans. You talked about what a godsend trails were for people during the pandemic and how there's a lot of interest now in keeping that going, keeping people outdoors. Another you know, important aspect of it is people being able to get around the community where they live, get to work, get to school, and all that sort of thing. And that connects with something that Peck has been involved in in our trail projects in other parts of the state, and that's thinking about how trails impact the lives of people who haven't always been well served by these systems. And so how can we use trails, public space, public lands to advance equity you know, in the world that we live in? What's the role of active transportation in that, and, and how does it advance kind of these, these broader DEI goals? Absolutely. I think transportation is a big part of trails that hasn't really been at the forefront until the last few years, um, and especially during the pandemic. And they were looked at as recreational assets and not as much that these are transportation corridors. People are using them to commute uh, because they may not have access to cars or public transportation may not always be reliable or it's a way for them to only have one car in a family and, and because you have these options for other ways to get around. And so when we're thinking about trail planning, we're looking at that, we're looking at population centers and access to transportation and helping us prioritize where we can focus our resources um, one of the projects that we've been working on over the last few years is the Turtle Creek connector between 
Rankin and um, and Trafford. And there are so many communities in that Turtle Creek Valley that don't have access to transportation. They're under-resourced. They are living in environmental justice communities. And so to be able to to add a trail amenity that will connect people to jobs um, and to um, schools and and daycares is is just critical. And it's free for the cost of a bike. You know, that's transportation that can be reliable for people. And that's a, a narrative we need to be really focusing on in trail development. The other thing is, you know, trails generally go hand in hand with environmental restoration and stewardship. Obviously, part of the goal for an organization like PEC is the more time people spend outdoors, hopefully the better care they will take of of, of their planet. Um, But like in terms of uh, direct impacts, opportunities to uh, to improve conditions in particular spots, uh, what's on the table with this funding now? How how will we um, hopefully see some environmental benefits from this trail work? When we're designing trail, we're not just looking at the the surface of the trail that you're on. We're looking at the greenway around it and making sure that we're incorporating a trail in a sustainable way that can improve the the area around it. We focus on riverfront trails. And so that area around the riverfront is so crucial. And it's been really degraded over, you know, many decades of industrial use in uh, Allegheny County. And so by building the trail, we also have the opportunity to restore that riparian buffer that provides so many benefits to to the water quality um, in, in the area. And so we're planting trees, we're removing invasives, we're looking at green infrastructure like stormwater retention when we're looking at building these trails. And so we've come a long way, I think, in trail design. And I'm excited to be able to design trails with a lot of those sustainability practices incorporated into them. And then when once we're done building a trail, the next part of what we do is stewardship. And it's we really use that as an educational opportunity to talk to volunteers and trail users about the value of that greenway around the trail. And so they understand why are we cutting these vines? Why are we moving invasives? Why are we planting trees? And so that it bridges that gap between you know trail user to an environmental advocate who values the, the role that these spaces play and that they are worthy of conservation and um, improvement. I think that there's a lot of be- a lot of trail benefits to be had. So again, a lot of money in the mix now and a lot of partners and stakeholders involved. So presumably a lot of the details are still very much in flux. But from what you can see for the next, I don't know, six to 12 months, what happens next? What are, are going to be sort of the first visible developments that people are going to see out of this funding? Uh, what's the next year look like for you guys? From this funding, I think we're going to see some a lot of community engagement. That's a big piece of what we do when we build trails now. We want the communities to be involved. What do you want to see out of the trail that's in your community? And so sometimes that means slowing down and backing up and really having those conversations and building trust with communities. And so um, that's the most visible thing that's going to be 
uh, apparent in 2023 is those opportunities for engagement. And so that we come out with a design that people want to see in their in their neighborhood. Um, so that's going to be the most visible. And then we're going to start raising the money for the construction. Um, so you might not see us, but we'll be writing those grants and uh, making sure that we're ready to go on that next phase and we keep the momentum going. Well, good luck. I hope you'll update us as this moves forward. I'm sure we'll be seeing lots of you <laughs> in meetings as well. Kelsey, thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Kelsey Ripper is executive director of Friends of the Riverfront in Pittsburgh. You can learn more about Friends as well as what's in store for Allegheny County Trail projects in the near future in the show notes for this episode at the PEC website, BECPA.org. There you can also find a link to the uh, economic impact study for the Great Allegheny Passage that we talked about earlier. Get caught up on PEC's activities across the state in energy and climate, trails and public lands, watershed protection and restoration, conservation-focused economic development, and lots more. One more time, it's PECPA.org. And that's all for this installment of Pennsylvania Legacies. We'll have a fresh episode for you in two weeks. Until then, for the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, I'm Josh Rollerson, and thanks for listening.